What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Wild Talk Podcast. This is episode eight. I am your host, Wild Bell TV, joined by my lovely co-host, ZooTube94. Zoo, how you doing today, brother? I'm great. How about great. You, I'm good, man. Thank you for asking. Um, for those keeping track, this is on Wednesday. Today is um, December 9th. It is 6.30, if that matters. But uh, it is our eighth episode. So I will say the beginning of this, when we first started, I wasn't sure how long we would have this running if we could continuously bring content yeah uh and i gotta say i'm proud of you know you and you coming up with topics and me to come up with topics i'm proud of us man i'm proud of us to continue to get eight shows out and who knows maybe we'll get you know to episode 100 eventually if uh if if it continues to keep going the way it is but we have a special show today uh we are talking about one topic and one topic only but it's because it's a big topic we are talking about the 2020 game awards which for those who don't know uh the game awards are basically like the oscars but for video games where games are nominated based on different categories and you know they can win the game award um so that's what we're going to talk about today real quick um a little more background info on the game awards for those who don't know um which I didn't know when this actually started either, so I wanted to look it up. This show started back in 2014 um, by Jeff Keeley. I believe I'm saying yep. that correctly. Is it Keeley? Okay. Yes. Um, so the reason we're talking about it today on Wednesday the 9th is because the Game Awards, the 2020 show, is tomorrow the 10th of December at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we wanted to kind of get this show going before their show tomorrow kind of give our predictions on who we think are going to win in some of the categories. We're not using, we're not doing all the yeah. categories. Um, I think you and I looked it up today. There's 30 categories. Uh, we're not going to touch base on all 30, but we, we did pick, a yeah, we picked a handful that we would like to talk about. Um, so one thing that they're doing tomorrow at the award show, besides just giving away awards, you know, for the, the winners, um, Jeff actually tweeted out that there are going to be 12 to 15 new game reveals during the show, which I think is pretty exciting. I don't know exactly yeah. what's all been announced or if these 12 to 15 reveals are, are known yet or if there's any secretive ones, um, but that's going to be exciting to see what is actually announced. Yeah, the game show awards are really big on keeping secrets of what's going to be revealed. Yeah. Because I believe a couple years ago we had the uh, Resident Evil 2 remake I was gonna revealed say, there. I and knew it was one game of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, I knew it was something that like was – I couldn't remember. I think it was two years ago, right, when they announced it. And I was like, I remember that was I like so. the big talk. It was like, oh, like Resident Evil 2, like remaster, like it's coming out, you know. And that's where you heard it first was at the Game Show Awards or the Game Awards. Yeah. So, um I'm curious to see what they have for us tomorrow. I mean, have you seen anything on any of the 12 to 15 reveals that, you know, potentially might be talked about? Not anything new, but okay. we did report about maybe Elden Ring being shown oh, off. Man, so I hope. I hope Elden Ring is is shown off. I mean, even if it's just a tra- like just anything. I want to see a little bit more yeah. about it. I mean, you and I've talked about it in previous shows and it just I don't know. I- I'm ready to see more <laughs> and learn more. Yeah, I'm just ready for it to come out. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I'm ready for it to come out as well. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Fingers crossed. Let's hope we can get some info on Elden Ring. And, you know, who knows? 12 Maybe to 15. Maybe cool game. Yeah, 12 to 15 new game uh, reveals. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. So, it uh, should be a good show tomorrow. But uh, let's jump into our categories that we uh, that, that we decided to talk about today. 
So, um, the very first one that we're talking about, and I actually apologize. I want to pull the Game Awards website up real quick. Um, because I want to actually go through and talk about the nominees before we give our predictions of, you know, yeah. who who actually won. Uh, and I meant to have that up before we started the the stream here, so I'm pulling it up now. But the first com or the the first category that we're gonna do is best multiplayer game. So the category uh, obviously is best multiplayer. Um, oh boy, where is it? They are not in alphabetical order, and you think they would be, but they are not. So there oh, are yeah, the categories. Yeah, the categories are not in, in alphabetical order whatsoever. So there are five games in each category. Again, just for those who might not know what the game awards are. Um, but so we're doing best multiplayer. The five nominees are Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and then Valorant. And I'm gonna go ahead and default to you. Yeah, not a bad lineup, but I'm gonna default to you first, Zoo. Uh, what is your choice for best multiplayer game? My personal choice has to be Among Us. Oh, okay. Just because I've had the most hours in it. I've had the most fun with it. Okay. But Animal Crossing is a close second, and Warzone is also a close second. Close second. Yeah. Among Us is a good choice. I think Among Us has a chance of winning. I personally don't think it will win, and I'll tell you my choice in a second. But Among Us is a good mm -hmm. choice because of how like it's so widely available being one cross platform and free on mobile so you can get it on any iOS yeah. and Android device it is $5 on PC if they could somehow bring that to Xbox and PlayStation i feel like their numbers would just skyrocket oh yeah um, for sure but for my choice is Call of Duty Warzone and i'm a little biased towards Warzone cuz you know that kind of was my main game that i continuously played but yeah. that's not the only reason i picked it i mean Animal Crossing uh you know, it, it had a when it first came out was at the height of like the pandemic. That's when the lockdown like just happened. I believe it was like the end of March. It was I the think perfect launch. For it, it was the perfect launch. Like people, the Nintendo Switch sold out worldwide. Not even just in the United States. Like it sold out worldwide because people wanted to play Animal Crossing. Like it was the perfect like storm for this game to be successful. And that's not taking away from Animal Crossing's like actual success. Like. It is a decent game. I mean, we have a few friends who've played it. I never personally bought it, but watching uh, some gameplay on it, it looks pretty decent. But the reason I picked Warzone, um, and I don't want to get too into the numbers here, but I did a little bit of research on why I really felt like this was the best game. For me, it just felt like the best multiplayer because it was able to provide hours upon hours of content day in, day out on stream. Yeah. Because, yes, it's the same game overall because you're just continuously playing the same map, same thing. You get the same loadout. But every interaction, fighting a different team, fighting the circle, that's all RNG. So it's, it's different, but it's not the same. I don't know. So yeah. what I looked at, Warzone. Not Call of Duty Modern Warfare, just Warzone as of August 4th. This is the most recent numbers I could find. So that's four months ago because today's December 9th, 9th. So that's four yeah. months ago. As of four, month ago, four months ago, Warzone had 75 million users just on Warzone across Ooh. all platforms. So that's consoles and PC, which is pretty big. Now, yeah. back in May of 2019... So a little bit like a year and a few months before this statistic uh, in August, they had 60 million. So within that year and a few months, they were able to grow another 15 million people, players. They were able to add, you know, multiple seasons, different content. They made changes to the map. They are now working on, uh, you know, integrating with the newest Call of Duty, Cold War. So that's my yep. reasoning for winning best multiplayer is... The continued support with the game, the added content, just 
everything around it and the the fact that they were able to grow 15 million over a year plus we talked about the statistics of call of duty before like they made in a quarter I, what was it like 800 million dollars or something in a quarter off of microtransactions yeah, something like, that. like it's just it, it's an insane number so that's my reasoning for picking best multiplayer but on to our next category and again i'm going to default to you first again uh so hopefully you're okay with that but this one is best performance now best performance is for the voice actor obviously acting the part in their video game and, and the, motion capture and motion capture yes some. for some of them yes some of them do the motion capture so the nominees in this category are ashley johnson as ellie in the last of us 2 uh, we have Laura Bailey as Abby, also in The Last of Us Part Two. This name I'm going to completely destroy. It's uh, Dasuki something. Das, Dasuke Tsuji. There you go. As uh, Jin Sakai. 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 Yeah, in Ghost of <laughs> Tsushima. Uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades. And then uh, Najai Jeter as Miles Morales. I believe I said his name incorrectly as well. And I apologize to yeah, the two names. I just completely butchered, but that was for uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that for, you know, they're probably not listening to the show, but I do apologize for butchering your names completely. Um, but those are our five nominees. Who do you have for best performance? So personally, I have Dasuke. Okay. I, I'm absolutely adored with uh, Ghost of Tsushima, mm -hmm. but I, Najid was a close second because I absolutely loved him in uh, the first game. But yeah. I haven't played Miles Morales to mm -hmm. be able to give him the award for this. Yeah. So I just went with him. I... Ashley Johnson and Laura Bailey, they did pretty good, but uh, Last of Us 2. Uh, yeah. Well, that's so. That's a storm for later. You'll see where I went with this. <laughs> I almost okay. picked uh, the, the, the voice actor for Miles Morales as well. But I haven't played it yet, so I didn't want to be. But I've, I've watched gameplay, but haven't personally played it haven't been able to like actually sit through and see how he yeah. actually performs like in cutscenes and everything i saw was really kind of just you know him fighting swinging through which is kind of like little quips right so yeah. i actually picked laura bailey as abby from the last of us 2 wow. and the only reason why and i don't want to give that game credit because i truthfully feel mm -hmm. like that game was a, a pile of garbage I really do. I played it. I played The Last of Us 1. I played all the way through The Last of Us 2. And I was super hyped when it first came out. And I was super let down at the end of it. But the reason that I picked Laura Bailey is because she played her character very well. She was meant yeah. in the beginning to be hated by The Last of Us fan base, right? And obviously the narration and the story direction helped in making us not like her but being able to play through the character's part and being able to kind of be the villain in the first half and then this is where the story becomes terrible is where they try to make her like the actual like the good guy in the end yeah that's where the story takes you know it goes off the rails but i think as a voice actor she did an amazing job for abby portraying how we were supposed to feel about her at least in the first half and in the second half i mean she didn't falter at all it was just the story's fault it wasn't her yeah. fault at all so i actually picked laura bailey um i don't know what's gonna happen actually i doubt she wins you know like we're giving our personal preference i doubt she wins but mm -hmm. that's how i felt about it i feel like she did her role as what she was supposed to do and i guess we'll find out tomorrow oh and yeah. I, we didn't mention this yet but next week we're going to talk about the winners 
of the Game Awards, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why we're doing this before. We're not just giving our predictions and then we'll just be on to something else. Next week, we'll talk about who actually won um, and, and all that kind of stuff. So our next topic category, best esports game. Now, there are five games, obviously, right? That's all, in all the categories. Two yeah. of them, only two of them are new games, which I find very interesting. But let me go through them right here. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is number one. Counter-Strike Global Offensive, CSGO, number two. Fortnite is number three. League of Legends, number four. And Valorant, number five. So if you aren't keeping up at home, the newest games are Valorant and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And technically, Modern Warfare is the oldest iter or the older iteration of Call of Duty. Call of Duty Cold War is technically the newest, but that came out after nominees and everything were were given. So, Zoo, what do you got for best esports game? Personally, I have CS:GO. Okay. It it's been how long since its release and it's still <laughs> going strong. They keep adding to it. Mm -hmm. It's still being played across the world. Modern Warfare was fine, but I I wasn't really into it esports wise. Yep. I like I enjoyed playing it, but not really watching it. Mm -hmm. Valorant I couldn't care less. League of Legends I couldn't care less, and I absolutely hate Fortnite. Yeah. So. Um, you and I are on the same page there. I agree. I think CS:GO. I mean, the game came out. I'm almost positive in 2013. Counter Strike itself has been out since like 1998 yeah. or something. Uh, but CS:GO I think came out in 2013. Um. And like you said, it just continues to be, in my mind at least, like the staple of what you want in an esports game. So yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare could have had a chance, in my mind at least, because again, this is just our predictions and what we think our opinions. Uh, yeah. Modern Warfare could have had a chance, but the thing that plagued that the most for me was map design. And I think that's a really yeah. big thing for CSGO. Like typically in these games you do, and League of Legends have this, this three-lane map system which is really what you have in a competitive esports game is you know you kind of have you know your bomb sites on each side and then you have your middle so it's the three lanes you go down right go down left go down mid that's what you have um modern warfare's one their spawning was kind of all over the place you just spawned randomly now if you're in a, if you're in a game mode that is like search and destroy you're not just randomly spawning all over the place but their map designs are what for me made it lacking in an actual really competitive esports game and i think it's csgo yeah. I agree with you. Just in the last 30 days, this game that has been out since 2013, I checked the Steam data, the Steam charts, 1.1 million players, over 1.1 million players in the last 30 days. Like, this game is still attracting players. It's still attracting viewers in terms of their um, their majors that they have, like on Twitch. Obviously, all the majors are canceled in person, but you can still watch them online. Um they also just released a new operation, so they're adding new content yeah, to the game. Yeah, they, they added uh, new maps, new game modes, new weapon skins. So this game that has been out for how long now is still continuously being updated. They're, you know, constantly updating, you know, bugs, maps, everything like that, because things are always found, right? So Yeah, they're remaking maps. Yeah, remaking maps too, like for, you know, fan favorites that are just kind of outdated in terms of, you know, performance, visuals, like they're updating those as well. So I think CSGO is hands down my pick for this um i hope it wins just because i'd like to be right on some of these categories <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i i feel like valorant might win and i don't want to say that like because i feel like i don't want to like you know you don't like if a pitcher's gonna you know throw a perfect game you don't talk about it you don't want to yeah. jinx it so i don't want to jinx it but i feel like valorant's gonna win just because it was like <laughs> the new hotness fresh? yeah it was fresh yeah. it's you know it's that new thing that's out and a lot of people love it the esports scene is just starting to grow um 
But personally, I think it's going to be CSGO, and I hope it's CSGO. Yeah, I don't think Valorant will win just because when it launched, it was all the talk <clears throat> around the town, and then mm-hmm. like shortly after, it just nobody talked about it. That's how I feel as well, but apparently there are people who are still continuously playing the game and grinding it out because... The thing that the thing that annoys me with first-person shooter games, especially ones that you can tell are geared towards esports, right? That want to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their mother, which is fine in the very beginning, but everybody thinks they're going to be the next big pro and become famous and become rich because they're good yep. at this video game, right? So I feel like that part is starting to die down. But at the same time, the game's not old enough. There's still a chance for people to be pros. I, I personally don't even yeah. know if they've had tournaments in it. I have to believe. There have been tournaments. Probably amateur, but no, probably not By now. Big. But, yeah, I don't know. So, we'll see what happens. My vote's still on CSGO. Um, I wonder if we're going to agree on anything else. Because we've been... That's the only one we've agreed on so far. But, <laughs> yeah. let's move on to our next category. And this category is the best ongoing game. Now, if you don't know what best ongoing means, there's a little bit of a blurb here. It says, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Okay, so up first we have Apex Legends, then we have Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, then Fortnite, then No Man's Sky. Which, I'm surprised No Man's Sky is in there. Yeah. But, (laughs) go ahead. On on you, Zoo, who do you think? I picked Destiny 2. Okay. I've always been a fan of the Destiny series. I think it has the best gunplay, Mm -hmm. personally. And they've just been adding a bunch of new stuff. The game went... Uh, free to play. Yep, and now I saw adding that. in uh, DLCs, and it, it's just still fun. But just like all the other nominees, I don't really play, or they're not yeah. adding enough for me to go back in and play it. I would like to see so. that. Do you know the player numbers? And I don't know if you looked this I up or not, not for Destiny Two. I'd like to see like from when they went to free to play. Did they jump? Did they stay the same? I'd assume they would jump a little bit in the very beginning, right? People who wanted to try it out didn't want to pay for it. Now yeah. they can try it out for free. I'd assume it jumped then, but I like to see now because it's been free for a while, right? Yeah, like, hasn't it been for, free for like a few months now? Maybe almost a year, maybe. It's almost been a year. Jeez, man, time is yeah, flying they by. Just released a new uh, DLC, so damn. Okay, Their numbers are probably popping right now. So I picked differently from Destiny Two. Um, <clears throat> I picked Call of Duty Warzone again. I hate okay. picking the same games over and over, but I did pick Warzone, and I. Think well. I personally prefer if Warzone would win. I feel like Fortnite's okay. gonna win, um, just because the player base for Fortnite is is just massive. Like yeah. they actually just tweeted, I think on the first of December, that they've passed like three hundred thirty million like con- like concurrent like players. You know what I mean? Like that that's just an insane <laughs> amount of people that play this game. And yeah. these these awards are based off of voting, right? So if you know the, the Fortnite community wants to go vote, they can go vote, and all 330 million people are clearly going to crush this, right? So I would like Call of Duty Warzone to win because that's my pick, but I think Fortnite's going to win. Um, but the reason I picked Warzone is just because I kind of touched base on it in our first category, 
with being the best mm-hmm. multiplayer game. You know, adding the 15 million players over a year, adding continuously new content. They had two seasons within that year, I believe. Uh, it might have been more. It might have been three. At least two seasons. I think so. But then they're adding all the content with Cold War being tied in. So you're going to get more content. They have a new map coming out. So ongoing support. You can tell that this is the, the, the direction in the future for the upcoming Call of Duty games. Warzone is not going anywhere. At least it doesn't seem like it. Um, yeah. So I personally picked Warzone. But I feel like Fortnite's going to win. But I hope it does not. Because I despise Fortnite. Yeah. Do not like that game whatsoever i agree with you the projection that we're seeing with warzone right now yeah this could be a nominee for next year it could and maybe yeah. the year after that they could yeah but because they just have to see how they integrate it with cold war to keep the player base going that's what we're all they just mess it up that's what we're all interested to see what's going to happen and i think they're doing it tomorrow i think the 10th is when at least the cool uh, call of duty cold war guns are going into warzone where you can start really? bringing in a loadout. I believe that's what uh, I saw online. I'm almost positive it's Did they not delay that with, along with Season 1? Did they? Yeah. Uh, oh, did they? I don't know. I heard Season 1 got delayed to the 16th. Then it. Then you're probably right. Okay. Gotcha. I'm glad you're there to fact check me and back me up. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to our next category. This is category number 6 that we've done uh this is best mobile game now for best mobile game i wasn't sure how this one would go but let's just talk about what's on here uh number one among us number two call of duty mobile uh number three genshin impact which i did not know this was a mobile game i thought this was a browser game yeah i had no idea it was a mobile game um number four legends of runeterra and then number five pokemon cafe mix I never heard of that one. Never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it at all. Um, And I've been doing a ton of research on, like, granted, I was searching for Pokemon Sword and Shield and Pokemon Let's Go because I've been comparing them. Never heard this Cafe Mix come into the equation ever. Um, But anyway. Yeah, I might have to check it out. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's a mobile game. It's probably free. I mean, we have Pokemon Let's Go. I can't imagine. I don't know what's going to be different about Cafe Mix. Anyway, I digress. We're getting off topic. (laughs) What did you choose for best mobile game? Personally, I chose Among Us again okay. just because I love it. They're not going – so they decided not to go with the second game. They're still going to support yeah. this one, which I really enjoy. I think that's the I, right call. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a major mobile gamer because I have no life. So <laughs> Call of Duty Mobile was a big one for me. But okay. Eh, I'm too good at that game for – Oh, you're too to good at challenge. You're too so good at that Us. game. Okay. <laughs> Um, I also chose Among Us, so we are, this is two now that we've, you know, agreed on. Um, and I chose Among Us for a few reasons. One, I chose because it's free to play, which I think is a huge help in the numbers that the game has. Yeah. I mean, one, it's a great game, but two, being free to play really helps. And it's on Android and iOS and on PC. It's not free on PC, but we're talking mobile here. So being free really helps you grow your player base right because you can download the game no worries if you don't like it just delete it um yeah so free to play is one of the reasons why i chose among us uh the simple game mechanics behind it you know you just walk around do tasks is very simple to do on mobile i feel like a lot of mobile games like call of duty mobile have too many buttons and things on the screen where yeah it's just you sometimes like you're overlapping you're hitting other things i mean at least for me i don't know if i have big thumbs like at least for me even on like my I have a 12 Pro Max, so I have the biggest screen phone you can get. 
I still feel like my thumbs are, when I'm playing a game, kind of overlapping everything and just running into different things. So um, my choice is, is, you know, Among Us for these reasons. So the free-to-play, simple game mechanics. Um, you have... And you can play with people on PC. If you're <clears> on I was going to say the cross-platform. You can play with yeah. people against iOS, Android, and against people on PC. Um, I found some numbers. So within the month of mm. November, and if this website was correct, the month of November only... And I'm putting an asterisk on this because I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Android had 26 million downloads. And then this might be total numbers as of November, not just in November. It has to Maybe. be total numbers because this is an insane number. 26 million downloads <laughs> on Android, 49 million on iOS. So I'm assuming the way this website is trying to present the data, which it didn't do a very great job of, is as of November, the total amount of downloads. Yeah. Is this? They presented it as in November this happened, which if you were averaging fifty nine millions a, a month download and thirty million on Android, that would be insanity. So yeah, I feel like those are total numbers, but still, that is a really for a mobile. I don't know how other mobile games perform. You know, do other mobile games get fifty million plus download? Like, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So that's the reason I chose Among Us is because. I think the free-to-play, the cross-platform, the simple game mechanics, being able to play on mobile, you know, being able to play against everybody. Like, it's just the – it's just hands down kind of – I think it's going to win. This is the one category I feel like I can guarantee what I'm picking is yeah. also going to be the winner. And watch me be uh, completely wrong on this one. But I feel like this is the one that's going to win. Um, the only slight concern I have with it is it did – not slight concern, but, like, slight issue where it might not win is mm – -hmm. It did like grow into this massive, like it grew overnight. Like the game, oh, yeah. before it became popular, Among Us has been out for over two years now. Like they never had any players. Like I think I was reading an article because we talked about Among Us back when it was getting popular in one of our other shows. And they said yeah. they only had like 20 some players ever. And then now, I, I can't remember which streamer it was, some big streamer on YouTube, I think, yeah. played it. And his, his, his followers started talking about it and then, you know, things just kind of snowball. So I feel like the bubble was kind of crashing and breaking for among us. So I don't know if it's as popular now where are people going to go out and actually vote for among us, you know, opposed to call of duty mobile or something else. Um, yep. <clears throat> so we'll see what happens there, but I really do think among us will win, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. So next yep. category, uh, best narrative. So, these ones I'm going to kind of let you talk on, the last two we're doing, because I don't know too much about really any of the games besides one in these categories, and I would never vote for this game that I know of. Anyway, so <laughs> the first one in Best Narrative is 13 Sentinels. Second is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Third is Ghost of Tsushima. Fourth is Hades. And five is The Last of Us Part Two. And that's the game I know about. That's the game I would literally never vote for, because the narrative is the reason The Last of Us Part Two was a bad game. It was yep. a shit story, but we're not here to talk about why The Last of Us 2 is a bad game. We're here to talk about who you think is going to win Best Narrative. So, personally, yes. again, <laughs> I want Ghost of Tsushima to win. Okay. <laughs> I, it's absolutely rich with um, history of Japan and Tsushima and, like, not everything about it is realistic mm -hmm. or actually happened, but it makes you feel like it did. 
Okay. Because the game is about the first uh, invasion of the mongrels mm. in Japan. And you're the last um, surviving, what do they call it? Samurai. Samurai, yeah. And you have to fight and retake back your um, your whole country. And it's just like such a journey, almost like uh, Breath of the Wild. Where mm. it's just open okay. world and you just got to go and get it. And you actually feel like you're taking everything back, helping people. <clears throat> so I absolutely love the way that the story goes. I haven't finished it yet. Really? I'm still voting for it. You're still voting for it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about that game, right? Um, yeah. Like I kind of said earlier at the beginning of this, uh, I don't really have a lot to say about these other games because I only know of Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two. The other three games, I mean, I know Final Fantasy VII, but I haven't played the yeah. remake. But the other two, like Hades and 13 Sentinels, I, I personally don't know anything about. Um, so these last two categories are kind of for you. I'm also going to pick Ghost of Tsushima, but I don't have a lot of good reasons on why I'm picking Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I watched Lyric do a playthrough. I didn't completely mm-hmm. watch the whole game, so I only got to watch... I watched two separate streams of his. Um, so I have a few hours in of watching it. And just from what I saw, it seems like it was a an amazing storyline. Um, yeah. But again... I'm only basing this vote off of just a few hours of gameplay I watched someone else do, not even myself. So take that with a grain of salt for me. But again, I think it might win. It seemed like I've I read on it as well. Like I I did a little bit of research because I do want to play it. I don't want to spoil the ending for me. Um, yeah. I do want to play the game. So I tried doing research, but not because I didn't want to spoil anything. Um, and yeah, I feel like that has the best narrative. But uh, this brings us into our last category which is probably the, big the biggest one right this is why we saved it for the end uh game of the year now let's go through these categories or the nominees for game of the year we have one doom eternal uh two final fantasy 7 remake three ghost of tushima which has been nominated a bunch of other times throughout there's 30 categories in total it's been nominated a ton of times I actually didn't, i should have yeah. looked i kind of wish i would look now and see how many times it was nominated oh, i didn't think about uh, i didn't think about it either um, Hades at number four or number, yeah, no, wait, hold on, one, two, three, four. There's six yeah, in four. this. There's six in game of the year. I, all the other categories have had five nominees. There's six in this one. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is five. And then number six nominee is The Last of Us Part Two, which Ugh. will not win. <laughs> Let's be <laughs> honest. It's not going to win. It's not a great game. Now, with that being said, Zoo, what do you got for game of the year? I feel like I know what your answer is going to be, but what do you got for game of the year? This was actually a really tough one for me. Okay. Because I the three the two that I've played are Ghost of Tsushima and Animal Crossing. Okay. But I'm very biased because I absolutely love Doom and I can't wait to get my hands on Doom Eternal. I'm waiting I'm trying to wait until I get a new uh PS five. Yes. That's why I'm kinda holding off. We have our weekly update. Have you found one? Have you been able to get no. anything? No, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I say, did you even get to order it and it's coming later? No, nothing. Because no, I feel like no, it's just a weekly no. update of did Zoo get a PS5? Because we talk about it, I feel like, on every stream since we've talked about the or since the PS5 is released. You guys will know be the first ones to know if I get one. <laughs> if you get so one. Don't yeah. worry about that. Okay. Um so you're picking I'm I'm gonna have to go with Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. I, I really love what Sucker Punch did with that. It, it was such like a a a far off jump for them. Yeah. they've they were very um, what are famous they... for the Infamous series. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't remember the what PS3, they were PS4. were making, um, but I remember I know their name, like the game developers. Like I know that, like Sucker Punch. Like I know that name. 
Um, yeah. I absolutely love it. So I can't wait to. How far in are you? Because you said you're not done yet. If you had to take um, a rough guess, just just curious. Maybe twenty five percent. Really? Okay. And you're already you're already giving a game of the year based on that twenty five percent. Yeah, I, I've put like, I've already put like almost maybe fifty hours into it. Fifty? Five oh yeah, five zero? And I'm not even ha- halfway through the Jeez. map. Okay. Yeah, that's it, pretty impressive. So there's a lot to it. Yeah. So um, I can't wait to finish it out and then actually say like. This is a game of the year. <laughs> this is game of the year. Um, so I'm gonna default my answer to your answer, and I know that's kind of shitty to do on our last yeah. co- our our last one. But the only game that I've played out of all of these is The Last of Us Part Two, and I absolutely hate it. And I feel like I can't give a good enough reason to pick any of the other ones. So I'm also gonna pick Ghost of Tsushima, and I know it's kind of a cop out for me to not really have my own thought on what I think is gonna win. But unfortunately, yeah. I just haven't played any of these other games. Um, but looking at the lineup. Without knowing anything about Hades, I feel like Ghost of Tsushima will be the clear-cut winner just based on what I've seen and what I've read. I mean, again, not to knock Animal Crossing, like, you know, New Horizons. I think it's a great game, but can it compete with, like, what you do in Animal Crossing to what you're going to do in a game like Ghost of Tsushima? No. Yeah, you're just You're just building an island and, you know, decorating your house. A very limited island, too. Yeah, so, like, Like, I was really surprised by that. Yeah, like, I'm honestly surprised that Animal Crossing New Horizons is is even considered as a nominee for game of the year. Again, no but disrespect understandable. what they did with the game. Yeah. I mean the way it sold and everything, like you have to give it a contention, right? So, you know, but uh, yeah, so I'm just going to default my answer to ghost of Tsushima again, kind of sucks, but that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. But that is our topics for the day. We wanted to talk about the game awards. We chose eight categories, guys. Um, you know, there are 30. We figured it would take forever if we went through all 30 to uh you know talk about all the nominees and everything like that but before we go before we end everything we always do the ask the internet and this one isn't a versus question we usually do a versus question you know we did apples versus bananas or whatever this one is best console so zoo best console very thoughtful very thoughtful question (laughs) i went with the ps3 okay i'm very biased i've been a sony fan all my life but I just feel like PS3 is the generation that had all the best IPs. Okay. It was the birthplace of all the great IPs, like Infamous. Um, why am I blanking? <laughs> <laughs> the Last of Us. Yeah. Um, Bioshock, Dark Souls. It was the birth of Grand Theft Auto V, one of the greatest yeah. games yeah that's true There's i mean so many great birthing places yeah i mean and playstation just in general is the birthing place you know the birthplace of grand theft auto right like you know one yeah. two three like liberty city all those were on there i mean obviously ps3 was where five started but um i have a different approach i mean i'm gonna give you my Ooh. best console but i'm not making it my best console and i i hate to go away and like change off our topic but i'm doing i'm gonna do two I'm going to do my most memorable console, Mm. and then I think what the best console is. Because the best console is not the one that I think everyone should – let me just give you my answers, and you'll see why. All right, so my memorable console for me is the Xbox 360. It is like the turning point in like gaming for young me. That was in middle school when that came – I think I was in middle school when that came out. might have been high school. 
I don't know. Pretty sure it was middle school because I was young still. Um, okay. I mean, I play. I had PlayStation One, PlayStation Two. I had the regular Xbox. I had Sega Genesis and all that stuff back in the day. Mm. But Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was like the real turning point from like you know PlayStation One and PlayStation Two like had pretty crappy graphics. But like Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty came out with Halo Two, and it was just like. Yeah what like this is insane <laughs> or like you know halo 3 like was on there halo 4 like it was just insanity to be able to like see what kind of like graphics you could push compared to like the older <laughs> generation stuff so that's my most memorable one but i think the best console and i really truthfully believe this is the nintendo switch and i picked the nintendo switch wow. for a, a few reasons but the main reasons are the literal capabilities of what the switch switch can do you can be at home and play a triple a title game on your big screen tv if you'd like and then oh shit i'm running late i gotta go i don't want to stop gaming pick it up, pick it up. continue <laughs> playing that triple a game in your hands on the go for an extended period of time that is I mean, no disrespect to what sony did with the psp back in the day i mean nintendo had you know their, their ds PSP. and everything like no disrespect to them. It, I think the PSP would have been bigger, but it was before its time. I think yep. it was just before its time, before it could actually really utilize. Game developers couldn't utilize it the way it should have been utilized. Well, the Switch can do that. And I truthfully think it's the best console. It's insane that you can play, like I said, a AAA title game at home and then on the go with virtually no differences. I mean, yes, it's a smaller screen, but there's no lag. It's just you're literally playing on a handheld console. Yeah. And it's perfect. So I gave my memorable one, which I know you didn't ask, but I'm also giving my best console, which I think is a Nintendo yeah, I like Switch. That. I like that. Yeah. So that's my thought behind it. You know, I feel like the PS3 is your memorable one. Or is that like your best one too? I think it might be my memorable one too, just because I've had so many memories from it. Yeah. No, I get Hell, it. Even in Bioshock, I, I never played it. I just watched my sister play it, and I still absolutely loved it. And yeah. then when I got to play it when they remastered it, I fell in love with the series yeah. completely. I'm going to be curious to see what they do, they being Nintendo, with the Switch yeah. 2 or whatever they plan on bringing out next or calling it. Because you know with all the newest consoles coming out right now, the Xbox Series X and S, the PlayStation 5, they all do 4K gaming. They do they, they can scale down to 2K. They have Blu-ray. Like, I'm curious to see what Nintendo is going to build into the Switch 2. And if we get even 2K gaming somehow on like the handheld or something, I don't know. I'm curious to see what they do. That'll even skyrocket my belief of the Switch being the best console yeah. ever. At least for now, that's where we're at. Like, it's the best console, like, in my mind, hands down. But, um, that. yeah, that's that's going to be it for the uh, for Wild Talk Episode 8. I, I think we have one more big announcement. Oh, do we? Let's hear it. Yeah. Today is December 9th. Yes. After eight years, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> is finally coming out. That's right. The game was announced, I believe, at E3, honestly, eight years ago with a, with a teaser trailer. Uh, yeah. And it is releasing today, 10 minutes ago, ten actually. Minutes ago. Yeah, 10 minutes ago, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 has finally released and is available to play now. So... That's exactly what I'm going to go do once I end the stream here. I'm going to go play Cyberpunk 2077. So if you have nothing else to say, Zoo. Yeah, I'm all good. Well, then we're done here. Guys, thank you very much for uh, stopping in today. I do appreciate it. I am going to end the stream like I always do. The stream will be coming right back up in five minutes. So stick around if you want to watch some Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay. Thank you guys very much. Have a good day.
Bye, guys.